This is a CBC Podcast. Really sort of start changing the city and how fast that change happens is mm-hmm. up for debate, but it is so weird. <laughs> hey, I'm Claire Bonnyman, and this is Edmonton, a local podcast from CBC News. Hey, Sarah. Hi, I'm Claire. It's nice to meet you. Housing in Edmonton is a really hot topic. There are some new federal grants for affordable housing on top of a massive zoning bylaw renewal that saw the city change a lot of processes on what we build and where. And while we may not be as hot as some other cities that will remain unnamed for now, buyers, sellers, and local realtors like Sarah Kalki are seeing a shift. It has been wild. Really? Like places that normally, in the fall last year, like detached houses that would sell for like 380s to 400 or selling 420s, 450s. Like there's literally a 10% bump in a lot of prices just since October last year, depending on the stuff. Um, But we're seeing way more properties selling and the amount of bidding wars that are happening is intense. Really? Yeah. Like what does an Edmonton bidding war look like? (laughs) That's a good question. It's not an Ontario bidding war. It's not like 78 offers. Uh, Here a bidding war is like two to six offers. Six would be a lot for us. That feels like Oh my goodness, six offers, like what? Uh, So two offers is pretty normal. So it's happening very quickly. And the name of the game right now is speed. (laughs) You have to, if you like something, you have to get there. You have to get there like within 12 hours maybe of it being listed. Sarah has been working in the business of real estate for almost 20 years here. We met up in a condo she has listed on White Ave to chat about some of the changes she's seen over the last couple of decades. I saw the major boom that happened between 05 and 07, where our prices in Edmonton went up anywhere from 50 to 100 percent in two years. So saw that and then, you know, things have kind of come down and up and up and down many times since then. Um, Edmonton's market seems to be a market where we have these big surge years where we'll increase by a ton and then quiet and everything is just like flat, 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 flat. And then boop, it goes up again. Uh, we saw that happen 05 to 07 was the most dramatic. Then we saw it happen again between about 2012 and 2014 when oil prices were over 100 a barrel. And Edmonton, I mean, if you remember those days in Edmonton, you couldn't even go to like Tim Hortons because they didn't have staff. And they were bringing in workers left and right. Like there just weren't enough people here to actually serve all of the customers uh, that we had. And real estate prices boomed then as well. And then they've been really flat. Not much has happened since 2014 in Edmonton until this year is starting to happen again. In 2024, that surge is noticeable in condos. The one we met up in, I have to be honest, I found it very cute. Spiral staircase, two floors, an exposed brick wall. It's exactly the kind of place a lot of millennials like me dreamed of when we were in our early 20s or even late teens and first considered owning and getting our own place. Watching TV shows where we saw all these cute young New Yorkers running around on fire escapes. This one sells for $305,000 for a two-bed, two-bath situation on the south side of the river. It's on the higher end for Edmonton's market, and these units haven't really been selling until now. Finally, we're starting to see units like this getting some interest in selling. Uh, There was a unit in this building that actually sold uh, just, I think it was 24 days on market for 450. 
which is a really good price for an apartment style condo uh, in Edmonton and something, I mean, people in Toronto listening to this are laughing because that is still <laughs> way lower than the benchmark Canadian condo price. But for us, that's like, wow, we have these like high-end condos that are selling. So <laughs> it's exciting. Condos are always, they're kind of the leg indicator or they're the canary in the mine shaft. If you think about real estate as like a hot plate, condos are always on the outside of the hot plate. So homes that are like your standard, I call them hamster wheel houses in Edmonton, you know, the three fifty dollars to $500,000 house, three bedrooms, you know, two bathroom, double garage, those kinds of houses are in the hot plate. They tend to do well no matter what. Uh, but like a hot plate, the further you go out, the more change you're going to have. So condos, you don't see them really doing much when the economy is just starting to heat back up. The thing that's so exciting about condos right now is that they're actually starting to really, really take off. And that means real estate has arrived or the boom to real estate has arrived here. When you say taking off, talk to me about some of the examples you've seen with condos over the last little bit that tell you that that canary is chirping. The most significant factor is the number of condos that are selling this year versus the year and years before. Our condo sales numbers are up 30, 40% consistently in a market where interest rates are very high. So we are seeing dramatic increase in the number of condos that have sold. And that is so exciting. <laughs> so great. And when we talk about that, I mean, obviously this is exciting for real estate agents. Is this exciting for people trying to sell a condo, for people trying to buy a condo? Who's really benefiting off of this sudden boom that we're seeing? Both, especially sellers. We call the last 10 years in Edmonton the lost decade, very tragically, because a lot of most owners in Edmonton have not seen any increase in their price in the last 10 years. A lot of condo owners, unfortunately, who bought even before that in 2007 to 2010 have still lost 20 to 30 to 40% of their purchase value from that point. And that's a long time to wait. So the market now as it's getting busy is definitely benefiting sellers who want to sell. There's a lot of people in Edmonton who own condos that they would just rather not own. They've just kept them because they can't afford to sell them. So those owners should be extremely happy. Buyers should actually also be happy because before, if you're in a market where there's way too much supply and there's minimal demand, when you sign that purchase contract as a buyer, there's a good chance you're going to start losing money that day. What we're looking at now is all of the buyers who are buying condos have a very, very good outlook that the second they sign their purchase agreement, they're starting to make money again, that prices are going to go up and this trend is going to continue. Um, we don't know for sure, obviously, if the trend is going to continue, <laughs> Let, let's be clear, but all signs are pointing towards the condo market recovering and all of those owners who wanted desperately to sell for this whole time to finally be able to come to market and at the very least pay out their mortgages and hopefully in the months and years to come, maybe even uh, be able to get some of that money back. So the real estate market is making a lot of headlines across Canada, but is this a whole new phase for Edmonton? Is it maybe too soon to say, or is this perhaps your last chance to buy a dirt cheap condo? I sat down with CBC Edmonton's business reporter, Madeline Smith, to bring some more context to the story. 
Can you give me like a lay of the land when it comes to Edmonton's condo market? So it's definitely a buyer's market. There's just a ton of supply and not a lot of demand. Uh, And we're talking about apartment style condos specifically. And the prices on those have been pretty well flat or actively declining for basically a decade. So if you look at statistics from the Canadian Real Estate Association, uh, you can see that the benchmark price of a condo in Edmonton, an apartment condo, was about $20,000 lower in January 2024 than January 2014. That's very unusual uh, if you try to think about telling that to someone in Vancouver or Toronto it's really just unthinkable that the prices have gone down, whereas over the same time period in those cities, it's hundreds of thousands of dollars more. So it's just an unusual piece of Canada's real estate market. Yeah. Edmonton has always felt like a more affordable city, but it's it's wild that we're that much more affordable, if that makes sense. Like, it just seems kind of crazy. On the condo side, yeah. Like single detached houses, you can also look at those price comparisons and it is way lower than than a lot of other cities. But condos in particular are just an outlier of an outlier. You mentioned that it is now, of course, a buyer's market. And so what does it look like, say, if someone's heading out to look at a condo or try and buy a condo in Edmonton now? There's just a ton of choice. Benchmark price for an Edmonton apartment condo, according to the Canadian Real Estate Association, is sitting at about $180,000. When we talk about benchmark prices, it's kind of shorthand for the typical price. There's a lot of factors that go into to calculating that. And I mean, you do have to factor in those condo fees. Right. If you're looking at buying a condo, it's not just the mortgage. You're, you're going to have to pay on top of that. That said, realtors are saying that they're starting to see a bump in condo market activity. So if you look at, at those stats... So over the past seven months, except December, uh, condo sales were up anywhere from 25 to 60 percent wow. compared to the, the same time last year. Um, and so for the apartment condo market in Edmonton, that's massive. Realtors and, and I think buyers are taking notice. Um, so I did talk to realtor Jackie Ng in Edmonton. He specializes in condos and he told me a bit about what he's been seeing. Where a lot of that market has been essentially is two markets. One, uh, predominantly people coming in from other provinces and seeing kind of the value and the used to condo living. And two is a lot of people looking for investments, whether they sold the house or whether they have access to good capital or they're looking for potential investments to kind of secure in in a a little bit lower barrier to entry than most investments that they see. So it's been kind of helping the condo market kind of boost its uh, desirability. It can be weird, maybe even daunting, to picture hundreds of thousands of dollars. Even a figure like $180,000 feels pretty out of reach. But to paint that picture, the minimum down payment on a house or condo is 5%. So for one of these benchmark price condos, it's roughly $9,000. The 2021 census puts the medium household income in Edmonton at $90,000. So it's not crazy to imagine putting that money aside over time and actually owning a condo. Especially when you consider how we stack up to other markets, like Toronto and Vancouver. It's kind of wild if you actually look at the comparison. It it shouldn't make sense. Um, 
If you are a nerd like I am, you can go on the Canadian Real Estate Association website and generate line graphs of the um, change in benchmark housing prices for different housing types over time. And so if you do that for apartment condos in Edmonton compared to greater Toronto and greater Vancouver areas, there's just like this massive gaping void between the the lines when you get to, you know, present day, 2023, 2024. And, you know, Vancouver and Toronto, it's just like an in, a steep incline that doesn't stop. And in Edmonton, it's just kind of hanging out at the bottom, not going anywhere. And so the difference between the two is just staggering. Like you literally take an Edmonton benchmark condo and multiply it by three and you've got one in either of those cities or even 3.5. So it's just it, the, the magnitude of it is just wild. And, you know, there's a lot of reasons that that people can get into of, of why the the markets in Toronto and Vancouver right. have kind of gone so crazy. Yeah. But yeah, when when you make that that basic comparison, like Edmonton is a smaller city than than those two places, but you know, this is a major city when you talk about the sort of major metropolitan areas in Canada. You Edmonton is one of them and it's still such an outlier. Mm-hmm. Um even if you look at Montreal or Calgary, they're well above us as well, not as much, but the numbers are just completely wildly different. What is causing this? I know it's not necessarily an easy question to answer, but do we know some of the factors that are involved with this weird moment? Yeah, there's a few things. Um, so another realtor I talked to talked about um, Edmonton's apartment condo stock as uh Basically, it needed a lot of maintenance in sort of the 2000s, 2010s. Um, If you live in Edmonton, you may know that a lot of infrastructure in this city was built in the 1970s, and that was the case for a lot of condos. And so they kind of all came up to this life cycle point, sort of 40 years after being built, 30, 40 years. So there was a lot of people with condos that got a big cash call. And so that, Uh. that kind of like seeped into the market and, and affected how, how people were thinking about it. And it's taken a little bit for that maintenance to cycle through and, and get dealt with. So that's one thing. But there's also, you know, the classic Alberta story of the oil price downturn. Uh, then you also have oversupply. So again, just the, the classic supply and demand issue. Edmonton just had a lot of stock of apartment condos. And then there turned out to be not enough demand to really fill all of it. Uh, and so, you know, realtors have told me that they think that catch-up is kind of working its way through now. And, and that's partly what's going on. And then uh, the rising cost of rent is mm-hmm. actually another thing. Um, and so this is where I think Edmonton is pretty unique. And this is this is kind of an interesting aspect. It looks like, you know, like Edmonton's vacancy rate is at the lowest level it's been in almost a decade. And so when that's happening, uh, again, the supply and demand thing, rent is rising. And so there are people that are looking at their rent and then looking at how much it would cost to buy and saying, well, you know, it's the same amount of money at the end of the day, even when you factor in the condo fees and everything. So if you can afford a down payment 
some people are potentially making that jump. And you can finally put holes in your own wall without worrying about pissing off a landlord. <laughs> yes. No more damage deposit. Although, you know, yeah, arguably then you condo fees and everything. <laughs> yeah. Is it just the same kind of thing? There's so many levels of payment involved. Obviously, if you know, you're know you in Edmonton and your rent is high, maybe you're looking at buying a condo. So that's local buyers. But we also know there's a ton of influx. So is this pressure coming from elsewhere too? Are other people coming to Edmonton because we have these shockingly low condo prices? Yeah, potentially. There is local demand. You know, the Realtors Association of Edmonton talks about how buyers have been just changing the decisions that they've been making because interest rates are high. But there are a lot of people moving to Edmonton right now. And the projections for how much the population is going to grow have been changed a few times over the past year and just keeps going up. Those people are are potentially moving into that market. They're not necessarily all buying a single detached house. And then there's the investment um, aspect to this too, because investors are people who are going to look at different opportunities in different places. And if you do what I did and look at the price comparisons for all the different cities in Canada, and especially the major cities, you look at Edmonton and it's like, how the heck are these condos so cheap? It's a pretty low risk investment for some people if they if they decide to jump in on that. So that's definitely happening. And then, uh, you know, realtors also told me about people potentially retiring here. They Mm. they sell their house um, wherever they're living and then they can buy a condo here outright. There is potentially more local demand, more more people looking at, at at this market that would have looked at a detached house before, but there are definitely a lot of people moving here and they are also looking at condos. You have spent a lot of time digging into this and reporting and spent way more time on the Canadian Real Estate Association website than I think I will ever. Um, (laughs) As you were digging into this, I mean, did anything surprise you or or really stick out to you as kind of maybe weird? Yeah, well, (laughs) I keep just talking about how much I love these charts, but (laughs) it... It, the other day, I I tried every single sort of city or metropolitan area that you can pull data for. And I think I had in my mind that, you know, Edmonton's prices were very low compared to other major cities, but it wasn't like the lowest, but it, but it actually is the lowest benchmark price. Like you try it for anywhere, you try it for Regina or Saskatoon or Winnipeg, or even getting smaller than that. You can, you can try it for some of the smaller areas in Ontario or literally anywhere. $180,000 benchmark condo price is the lowest of the low. And kind of, I think, the, like, dawning realization on people from elsewhere in the country that the real estate here is that affordable could really sort of start changing the city. And how fast that change happens is Mm -hmm. up for debate, but it is so weird. (laughs) You know, $180,000 condos is awesome, but the demand is growing. Things are going up. So I got to ask, is this, like, is this it? Um, is this the last chance for people to enter the Edmonton condo or just real estate market at this kind of price? Like, it, is this it for me, Madeline? <laughs> I keep asking that question because I've I've tried to do this story a few times of is this the moment that everyone is rushing in before before something crazy happens? But every time I do it, 
I start calling realtors and I start talking to people and they don't have their hair on fire yet. It's not, it's not getting that extreme. And I mean, everything is kind of a wait and see. No one knows exactly what's going to happen. But I do get that sense from people that I know in, in real life that, that they're sort of looking at what's happening and getting a bit nervous if, if buying a house or a condo is something that they think they want to do. But, you know, especially with the condo market, like we are a very strange outlier and I don't know that that will, you know, persist forever. In general, forecasting for real estate prices in Edmonton are pretty conservative. So it's not dire right now, <laughs> but it's really it's really hard to say where it's going to go. There's so many factors that could come in with this. If interest rates do drop, if we see, you know, even bigger population increases than we were expecting this year, there's so many other things that that could happen that could throw this one way or the other. You know, I don't have a crystal ball, but it it doesn't seem like this is the panic time. Um, but you know, things are happening and things are changing, and so I guess be ready for that. <laughs> this is Edmonton is a local podcast from CBC News. Our senior producer is Leslie Goldstone, and our technician this week is Corey Haberstock. And I'm Claire Bonnyman. Thank you for listening. This is Edmonton is recorded on Treaty 6 territory, the traditional gathering place of the Cree, Soto, Blackfoot, Métis, Dene, and Nakota Sioux. Email us a question, comment, or a story idea at thisisyag at cbc.ca. You can leave us a rating or a review wherever you download the show, and you can find us and our sister shows from across the country wherever you get your podcasts. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.